This week on Dueling Review, it is Grim Fairy Tales 2020 Holiday Special from Zenoscope Entertainment. A year ago, in a remote town, a terrible deed had been committed. The responsible party got away with the crime, or so they thought. Now on the anniversary of that terrible day, a vengeful spirit has been released to right those wrongs and to bring peace to the suffering of that heinous act. Oh, three new bone-chilling stories set during the happiest time of the year. Let us talk this week about Xenoscope and the Grim Fairy Tales Holiday Special 2020, or maybe it's the Grim Fairy Tales 2020 Holiday Special. And as I've been kind of teasing all week, um, on the Major Spoilers podcast earlier this week, we read wonderful stories about fun and frivolity that people can have during the holiday season in uh, in both the uh, Batman Adventures holiday special and the DC Merry Merry whatever it was Christmas thing. Yep, the Merry Merry Multiversal Christmas. The, and so those are all just like, ah, joy and fun. And then we get to Grim Fairy Tales and I said, oh man, these two reviews couldn't be more opposite of one another in terms of content. What the hell <laughs> did I just read? So for those of you that don't know, Grim Fairy Tales has been around, oh man, they've been around since a, a probably about the same time and maybe just a little bit so, uh, earlier than when Major Spoiler started. So they may have started in like 2004, 2005, somewhere around there. Uh, but their whole thing, although they did have a seven, you know, the movie seven, uh, se- uh-huh. seven in, um, they they did have a seven comic book series initially, but then they found huge success with Grim Fairy Tales, which was taking the Grim Fairy Tales and kind of returning to the the Grim uh, roots, a la uh, the uh, the Crypt Keeper or uh, eerie comics or creepy comics or things like that. And of course, they are known for their very cheesecake art and their women in skimpy clothing. And so it was like horror is like your B movie horror night where you have the, the B uh, screen Queens. Uh, but then over time it started to build its own universe. Yes. And now we get to, I don't think this is connected in any way to the grim fairy tales universe. Cause I didn't see any of the, the regulars pop up to my knowledge, mm-hmm. but uh, we have multiple tales of horror and terror that take place during the holidays. And I know a lot of people might just say, Oh, this has to be the worst thing in the world. As far as the, um, the morbidity and the grossness and the horror aspect of it. Yes, it's it's it gets up there, right? Um, you know, like the the guy that's a super abusive to his family and he's like hitting on the girl that he works with. And then he hears something out on the, uh, you know, on the roof on Christmas Eve. And the kids are like, Daddy, Daddy, it's a uh, it's Santa Claus. And he's like, are right, you kids get back to better? I'm going to smack you all until New Year's. And the wife is scared and he goes outside and there's some kind of grim reaper. A goblin thing on like the roof. Baba Yaga or something. something like that that grabs him and eats him. And then it was like, mom is just like, oh, yes, I guess Santa has taken your father away. Oh, well, kids back to bed and tomorrow we get to open presents. And it's just like, whoa, that is that is dark. And so that these are dark is. tales that you tell during the darkest time of the year. And I got to say, I liked it. Oh, you're the guy. Only because of the nature of the tales and that everything doesn't have to be every time a, a bell rings, an angel gets its wings. And I'm fine with that, but I feel like, uh, first of all, I wasn't sure of the framing sequence, what was going on, mm-hmm. because something seemed to happen the previous Christmas that brought out these uh, strange, you know, 
psychedelic crazy yeah uh, at the very end the the bookend stories yeah, yeah, apparently, from what I can gather, those were things that took place in the 2019 holiday special. Mm-hmm. I see. Okay. Yeah. Well, that seems very strange. But nonetheless, I was just a little bit confused as to what I was supposed to be taking away from this. And I don't get me wrong. I mean, I love weird, creepy horror stories. Yeah, I'm, yeah, a, yeah. I'm an easy that's, that's what I'm talking about. fanatic. Yeah. This one just felt really, really... You know, I've talked about this before. There's Outer Limits bad, and mm-hmm. then there's Twilight Zone bad. Mm-hmm. Bad things happen in Twilight Zone comics to people, and it feels like cosmic justice. Bad things happen in an Outer Limits episode, and you're just like, oh my god, everything sucks. And even though it seemed like we were supposed to be seeing some cosmic justice here, it just felt like an everything sucks. It felt like an Outer Limits story I, I can of- see. Everyone dies screaming. Yeah, I can see where you're coming from on that. I did look at it as the retribution aspect of it, a la the creepy and the eerie and the EC comics uh, kind of stuff where bad people have bad things happen to them and good because they were bad people and you shouldn't feel empathy for bad people uh, kind of stories. Right. Right. Um, and so that's kind of where I get came from it. But I will agree with you reading the other two books this week yeah. and then immediately like literally I went from reading Batman, and I also read the Merry Merry uh, Multiverse Christmas, uh, right. and then immediately going from those to this was like night and day. It was like flipping the light switch, and you know the the um, the 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 dark areas. You know there are those that work in the work in the light, and then there are the dark zones. Whatever that TV series was, that uh, was, was it Friday the Thirteenth? Oh, Tales from the Dark Side. That's what this feels like, man. And it was. It was drastic. I mean, it was like, after I finished it, I was like, I'm kind of in shock and I want to go cry and hug my teddy bear kind of stuff. Yes. And that's kind of the way I felt as well, except I don't necessarily feel like that, that is a positive thing. I mean, sure. You like the story. Sure. You get to the moment where you're just like, okay, cosmic justice. That's kind of neat. But this felt like unmotivated cosmic justice to me. And I'm just. I well, I think you Maybe had that. You have overly sensitive. I think you have to throw in that holiday twist, right? So everything has to have cosmic retribution comes in the form of uh, Santa's sleigh and eight tiny reindeer, right. which uh, decapitate Santa the uh, bad guy. An elf or yeah, Baba yeah, yeah. Yaga, whatever that thing is. Yeah, and that's not the only story. There were other stories in there as well. They just the the one about the abusive father uh, is the one that yes. comes to mind because I think that was it. Felt like the longest story in the batch. It probably it's, wasn't. It's up there, yeah. And I feel like, all in all, when I read this, I don't think, hey, what a terrible, terrible thing. So that's good. I didn't necessarily yeah. think this is an awful, awful comic. It just wasn't necessarily my bag. No, I understand that. And so when I say I kind of like this, I like it for what this is. Is yeah. that, you know, I used to read, um, who was the guy that was there for a long time doing the cheesecake art in Grimm? And then he passed away. Um, um, Al Rio? Yeah, Al Rio. That's who it was. Uh, yes, I, that's when Rio. I used to read Grim Fairy Tales all the time. And I was like, this is really good stuff. And then it started to build into a universe. And then right. you miss like six uh, issues or something. And you come back. And you're like, I don't understand what's going on. And so reading Grim Fairy Tales is not a passing thing for me. So the nice thing is Grim Fairy Tales 2020 holiday special is not something that you have to be aware of. Like I said earlier about the overall events going on in the Grim Fairy Tales universe, because these right. are three standalone stories that are full of horror in some way, shape or form uh, dealing with, you know, some holiday spirits or something doing their their retribution. So I think that this is super, super accessible for people. 
Um, I also think that for people who are into horror, for you know, for the people that are like Halloween is year round for me, and I do right. love Halloween, but it's not year round for me. But for people that are into the the horror aspects of it, I mean, this is fairly tame. Um, this is not your splatter porn stuff that you would see in some other comic books. This isn't what's the 100 things that you're always uh, wanting to oh, review, Matthew. Crossed. Yeah, crossed. This isn't crossed. Um, yeah, but this is this is bloody. I mean, don't it's get me bloody. Wrong. No, it's... no, no. But it's not. It's not like. I mean, there is some blood on the highway kind of stuff, but it's not like you're you're uh, getting into that gore porn area. Bloody mess on the highway. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm Troy McClure. And, you know, I'm sort of fine with that, too. I mean, there, I feel like there's a place for all of it. And you can do, you know, slasher, slasher. You can even do, like, Rob Zombie crazy slasher uh-huh. and have it work. But I don't know. I felt like there was just something about this that never quite clicked for me. And it may just be the fact that, you know, it it feels like retribution from a very cruel and angry place. And don't get me wrong. Nothing wrong with that. You got to do something. But I feel like, I don't know. I just, <laughs> I got to the end of this and I'm like, well, uh, happy Hanukkah to me, I guess. I, you know, again, I was feeling the exact same way you were, but then I gave it some time and I thought about it. You know, I've had the week to think about it. And I was like, you know, for people that like this stuff, and we've yeah. mentioned a bunch of horror comics already. If you're yeah. into those kinds of things, if those are things that you enjoy, I think you will enjoy this. And this is tame enough that I think the casual comic book and horror fan would get a kick out of this. And I think that there is a, what's that um, scary streaming service? Don't you subscribe to the shutter? Shutter. Don't you subscribe to that? Yeah. We Uh, have shutter. Shutter needs to pick up grim fairy tales as a series. And and I don't understand why somebody hasn't nabbed everything in the grim fairy tales universe uh, to, to work with, because I think this is right up there for something on a shutter series. I can see that. I mean, I wouldn't necessarily want to see it, but I also wouldn't turn it off if it popped up. And I think that's the important part is as you're going through your day and saying, hey, what am I going to watch? Sometimes you do need to see something, you know, that's just creep, creep, creepity. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of neat. Yeah, because you don't get that enough in uh, death metal or death metal or uh, what is it called? Dynamite or any of those other kinds of things. So, Oh, sure. There aren't nearly enough horror comics in the universe. (laughs) Omega Lazarus. There should be more. Omega Lazarus in our chat says, I definitely grabbed the pinup special, not the holiday special. Man, I was so lost for a second. (laughs) (laughs) That's the wrong book, Omega. If you're wondering why someone is in our chat while we're recording a show that you're listening to afterwards, it's because we record this show Thursday night, 8 o'clock p.m. Central Time on our super secret discord server. And super anyone who is, I think it's anyone who's a, um, um, $5. I think it's the silver level patron and higher, uh, gets access to the super secret discord, uh, channel where you can hear us record the show, uh, every week. And you can chat with everybody else live as we're recording and share your thoughts and everything else. So Megalasterus says, yes, Steven, it is the $5 and up level. So well, if you. you can get into that and, uh, help us out there, and um, and uh, and have some fun on Thursday nights. Uh, who else is in there? Oh, Marshall is there. And Pleasant Doom is there. And there's so many other awesome people in the chat today. Yep. I'm probably forgetting one. To oh, do on oh, Mark Smith 72 is there. Mark Smith 70. Well, I understand it if I haven't read Mark Smith 1 through 71. No, you won't. 
In fact, you'll oh, be at, you'll be asking, well, why isn't anyone ever talking about Mark Smith 71? Huh? Yeah. yeah Everyone's making Smith a big 71? deal out of Mark Smith 72, but you don't hear people making a big deal about 1 through 71. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. See, it was a good joke and you ruined it. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, people have finally caught on. Finally caught in. So here's the thing for me. I yes. I enjoyed this comic for what it was or is. Am I going to, uh, you know, pull this out every year and gather the kids around the Yule log and read them the scary tales? No, 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 no. no. Am I glad I read this? Yeah, in hindsight, I'm glad I read it. It is bloody. It is violent. Uh, it is disturbing. And that's okay. If that's not your thing, then yeah, probably give it a pass. Um, yeah. does it, does it fit with the theme? I think it does fit with the theme of holiday special. Well, and it, even it's the old fashioned holiday special, you know, it's the cautionary tale holiday special. Mm -hmm. It's not Santa baby. It's uh, you know, Santa, please don't kill me. And there, there's always a place for that. You know, that's the, the classical sort of thing that you get from what, you know, my parents referred to as the old country, which is weird because I, it wasn't the same country every time either. But, you know, it's fine. It's a thing that they did. So what is your bottom line on this? It's okay. Um, I would say no going into it what you're going in for, because if you go in like I, I did, thinking, hey, wacky fun with uh, the Snow White girl and the girl who looks like Belle and the girl who you can't believe Disney hasn't sued them yet, you're not getting that. You're getting, you know, a guy's face sawed off by the elf on the shelf yeah. and an evil Christmas tree eating people. And and if you know that that's what you're in for, I think that's fine. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Also, that's pronounced. So here's the interesting thing. We had a large number of people go and vote this week. In fact, I had requested last week that we get 30 people to go over and vote over at our Patreon page for the comic that we were going to review for this episode. Mm -hmm. And we did hit that 30 person goal. It was awesome. Nice. Now, not everyone voted for the Grim Fairy Tales uh, 2020 holiday special. Right. In fact, the same number of people that voted for the Grim Fairy Tales holiday special, there was an equal number, equal number of people that voted uh -huh. for the DC's Very Merry Multiverse Christmas special. Aw. Now, Texas didn't try to sue Georgia to have the thing <sighs> overturned. We didn't have somebody screaming, you know, we don't have uh, a Dan DiDio screaming that uh, he's the one that's still actually in charge at DC Comics, and he's the one that really would have preferred us to review the, the Merry Merry Christmas one. No, this came down to a flip of a coin, and I sat down, and I said, well, the only way to do this is to flip a coin, mm -hmm. and it came, up, uh, it came up Grim Fairy Tales. So that's how that's we landed at things this week. But more importantly, Matthew, we had a bunch of people go over to our Patreon page and vote this week. Which means now we have another record to beat yes. next time around. Next week we are going for 40, 40 votes. Yes. I'll be happy with 35, but we're definitely shooting for 40. And what you do is you point your browser to patreon.com forward slash major spoilers. You look for a post, it's going to say, I'm going to say dueling review for December the 16th. Correct. Ah, good. The day before my birthday. And you will say to yourself, what can I give Matthew for his 50th birthday? And you will say to yourself, this is not my beautiful stapler. And you will say to yourself, where Matthew is my beautiful stapler. wife? 
Matthew what? wants a stapler, apparently, everybody. I do not want a stapler. That's anyway, maybe next week, maybe next week from, from Boom Studios, we can review The Expanse number one. Now, The Expanse number one is a four-issue miniseries that uh, spins out of or is part of that Expanse TV series that's on the Sci-Fi channel or whatever, wherever it's at now, Hulu, sci-fi, Amazon, yeah. Netflix, Sci-Fi, wherever Hoo-fi, it's at. Lu, who knows? Yeah. Also, Firefly number 24 next week, Power Rangers number two, and we only find them when they're dead, number four. Uh, Dark Wait, Horse you Comics. Only find the Power Rangers when they're I dead. I know, right? Uh, next week, Dark Horse Comics has uh, Barbalian, Red Planet number two, and Cyberpunk 2077, Trauma Team 4, the final uh, issue in that installment. Dynamite Entertainment has Deja Thor's number nine, uh, Dynamite number three, Vampirilla number 15, and Vampirilla Red Sonia number 12. IDW publishing a short week next week. Lock and Key in Pale Bata- Battalions Go number three, the final issue in that arc. For those of you who are Lock and Key fans, and I know many of you are, Image Comics has Bomb Queen Trump Card number four. I think, didn't you review the first issue in that series, Matthew? I think I did. I can't remember if I did ago. or not. I may have blacked it out because, you know, sometimes things are horrifying. Also, Commanders in Crisis number three, Post Americana number one, and uh, Seven to Eternity number 15. Marvel Comics next week has a first issue for Black Cat. Oh, finally getting our own series. Uh, Deadpool number nine, Marvel volume six. Oh, okay. No, it says right here, black cat number one. So it's like the first issue of black cat volume six. No, it doesn't say that if it said, if it said volume six, then I'd believe you, but this one says black cat number one. So we have to believe, and this is what's going to happen when everyone walks into the store, they're going to say black cat number one. Oh my gosh. I got to grab this and bag and board it. And someday it'll be worth a million dollars. Also, Fantastic Four number 27 arrives next week. King in Black, Immortal Hulk number one, and Star Wars, Death Va- uh, Darth Vader number eight. In all the rest category, we have The Ballad of Yaya, graphic novel, uh, volume nine, Blade Runner 2029 number one, uh, Canuck Beyond number one. Now, I can tell you there are a couple of people who have already said they want us to review Canuck Beyond number one. I have no idea who that's from or if we can get a copy of it. Uh, also, uh, someone has, I think it was Carl that was mentioning The Expanse. And uh, there have been a couple of others. Uh, uh, Commanders in Crisis is another one that has gotten some some early votes. But I uh, do love Commanders in Crisis. Oh, yeah. Oh, you know what? I forgot. I forgot to mention the stuff that's coming out from DC Comics. I got to open up another tab because, you know, uh, DC and, and Diamond don't get along m- much these days. Uh, but coming out next week from DC Comics is Amethyst number six, Batman number 105, uh, The Batman's Grave number 12, Catwoman number 28, Rorschach number three. Oh, I know Matthew is very excited about that. Yeah. Also, if you've never read Transmetropolitan, um, a trade paperback of that comes out next week as well. That you that I am excited up. about. Yeah. I haven't read Transmet in like 10 years. So many of you have known that uh, over the years, we have said the best way for you to uh, make this show grow is to get over there. And we're certainly looking for 40 people to vote next week at patreon.com slash major spoilers. And for the last mm-hmm. couple of months, we've been talking about how all you have to do is have a Patreon account and you can go and and vote you don't have to be a paying member to major spoilers but you can go in and vote because we have something called a public post which you would think that if you have a public post that the public would also be able to comment oh no no we've been receiving messages from people going no it says i have to be a paying member of your patreon in order to um to vote in this in this in this poll and i was like no that can't be right and sure enough i go and look and yes Patreon did change the rules a couple of months ago without really notifying anyone. Rule changing, uh, rule changing. And uh, the, their reasoning was, and I posted this over in our 
uh, Dueling Review Discord, which is open to everybody. You can just go over to our Discord server and pop into Dueling Review. And they're like, uh, the reason why we did this, this is the uh, TLDR. Uh, the reason why we did this is because we were getting feedback from, and they say a number of creators, which really means anything. No, 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 no. It really means they're like top 1% of creators who are like, yeah, <laughs> people are using the comments on my public's post to spam me and fill it up with all sorts of things. You guys should do something about this. So Patreon was like, okay, we will flip a switch and we will make sure that all public posts, you have to be a paying member of Patreon to that creator in order to post on their page. And then, of course, everybody exploded and yelled and screamed. And uh, then uh, one of the people from uh, Patreon comes in and says, hey, we're going to reintroduce that ability very soon so that people can choose what they want. Mm -hmm. Um, That post was made in July. And well, I'm looking at my uh, watch. It says Thursday, December 10th, 2020. Whoa. I wonder when that could be. So I'm guessing that they have not changed that yet and they well, probably have zero plans to do so. So they, they may be off for Hanukkah. I, I mean, am. Well, July to December. I think Hanukkah just started. Happy uh, second uh, day of lights, man. <laughs> well, it, it, it's the first day. Third day? Oh, it's the first day. Okay. Started at uh, sundown today, yeah. Oh, okay. I thought it was yesterday. Well, happy first day of Hanukkah, Matthew. Happy second day to everyone who's listening to this podcast on Friday. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, they've had six months to deal with this, uh, and I don't think they're going to get it done in eight amazing nights. Uh, so um, here's the thing. If you really want to participate in yes. shaping our show going forward, yes, I would suggest you signing up. You can sign up at the $1 a month level one dollar per month yeah will allow you to go in and vote on this that's that's all if, if that's something that you want to do i mean one dollar if you're not getting a a, a dollar's worth of entertainment out of uh, us two on a thursday night or a friday morning yep uh then you know i can totally understand that but we also have like seven other podcasts that we do on a weekly basis and you know if that's worth a buck a month to you a month one dollar a month not like some people where they do like five dollars per episode released and they do like 10 episodes a a, a month no something simple as a dollar a month can really help us move forward get us closer to our other goals where we can take these shows not just onto our discord server live but maybe to our twitch channel live and bring the major spoilers podcast live on tuesday nights oh so much can be done when we hit our goals, you can find out more at patreon.com slash major spoilers. Thank you so much to everyone who has voted last time. And I hope this, I hope we reach that goal this week, Matthew, of 40 people. Um, and who knows what we're going to review. But I guarantee you we will be back next week to review that comic. And you will also be able to hear Matthew say... Oh my This podcast is copyright 2020 by Major Spoilers Entertainment, LLC.